0: Asian music on a Saturday morning in Arizona? That can only mean one thing. You are tuned in to Rosie on the house, your Saturday morning tradition for 29 years. Now broadcasting on six wonderful radio affiliates KTAR out of Phoenix, KNST out of Tucson, KGVY in Green Valley, KQA in Prescott. K-A-Z-M in Sedona and our northernmost station, KAFF out of Flagstaff 935, Country Music Legends. But to join the program, you dial the one toll-free number. It's one triple eight seven six seven four three four eight. That's one triple eight rosie for you. You can text questions during the broadcast to four one one nine two three 923 or send an email to info at Rosie on the house.com it is a live program. We did not take Thanksgiving off like many other people did. To prove it it is 907 Arizona time November 25th. So if you've got a real project you're working on today this hour this nine o'clock hour our third hour our open line hour is for you the Arizona homeowners to tackle anything about your house home castle or cabin you're trying to get done this weekend one seven six seven four three four eight I will tell you I'm not doing anything this weekend I'm, I'm hanging lights I'm hanging lights but I don't consider that really a home maintenance task that's uh that's a decorative task which I guess yeah, might may, maybe tie in it's part of an annual thing we have kids and we like to put lights up for them and it really helps uh when you're Dwelling in in the desert and you're not high in the Arizona mountains, you don't get that snow. The lights helps bring the Christmas spirit to life and the joy of the season and the holidays and, you know, all all the reasons for the season that we celebrate. Um, But I am putting together a list. Typically at Rosie on the House, we close between Christmas and New Year's. The staff, everyone, clear house, take the time off, family time. Well, we plan to get a project done each day in that break time. So we're busy lining out. All right, here's what we're going to get done on this day. Here's what we're going to get done on that day. It's all little stuff, but, man, little stuff adds up. And when you have 50 little things to do, you need a week to tackle them all. So we're trying to get, all right, here's here's what we're going to tackle. Here's the if we need products, uh, make sure we've got the product for that item. If we need a special tool. Uh, you know, make sh- If it's not one that uh, we can borrow from a neighbor, uh, you know, is it something that we rent? And if it's something we rent, okay, what day is the rental then open during the holiday season? And what time do we get there? Or if it's one that, you know what, that's that's a tool we're going to need. Let's go ahead and make the investment and have that going forward. So <clears throat> this weekend is a big planning weekend for us to get ready for all of our to-dos that we're going to tackle between – uh, Christmas and New Year's, and of course, that time we still have all the daily chores around the Whitman Plantation. This is a right orchard tending, little veg gardening, and the chickens, and all the things that we enjoy around our, our little piece of, of what we call our Arizona. So, but this hour is for you, whatever you're tackling. One triple eight seven six seven four three four eight again. That texting is four one one nine two three, and uh. Email info at rosianahouse.com if you need uh, to send a picture to help describe your situation. You can use that resource sitting right there for you. And we're going to have an interview here in a little bit with one of our photograph winters. We put together a fun little uh, listener interaction with our first ever Home maintenance calendar that we're putting together as part of Rosie's 30th anniversary and broadcast for 2018. And each month you'll have different to dos and uh, to keep up with your home. And but what we wanted to have listener participation in it, so we opened it up. We put a little section of the calendar. It'll be on the fold. You know, you've got your picture that's on top, what they call the hero picture for the month. But above the hero picture, we've kind of shrunk it a little bit and left spot atop across the header for Arizona plant and landscape pictures. And we opened that up to our listeners and they send them in for about a month's period of time. We, All those that applied listeners were then able to vote on. And then we've been interviewing each one of those picture winners. So we'll have an interview with uh, picture winner number two, a gentleman named Steven, who's got this beautiful full moon rising above uh, an outcrop of a mountain. And it's got a saguaro landscape. So we'll be talking to him about where he was when he took that picture, the camera he used, and uh, the details surrounding this beautiful display uh, that uh, one second in our first ever uh, photo contest for our home maintenance calendar. Those calendars are free, by the way. All you have to do is email the address you want it sent to, to info at rosieonthehouse.com. And the well, funny thing, uh, if, if you want one for your home and one for your office or if you wanted one for the refrigerator and one for the garage, whatever the case may be, you can just say, send me two. What we get is you'll get the husband's email address with the home address, saying calendar requests, and then shortly after, from the wife's email address, you get a second calendar. You don't have to go through that much trouble. You can just say, send two, please, and we'll send you two. Uh, to, and again, that email is info at com. Let's get to our calls. First on the line, Joan in Tucson. Welcome to the broadcast.
1: Good morning. Um, I have a question. In my shower, when—and I've only noticed this twice—it seems when it rains heavily— the water comes in underneath the shower onto the tile. And I also noticed, now I don't know how old this is, but when I look up at the wall, it curves. There is a water leak there. But I don't know how old it is. <clears throat> but anyway, this, this just started this year, that I'm, the water is coming in underneath the shower, and I thought, this is almost impossible.
0: <laughs> <laughs> almost but not entirely as we found out let's uh let's back up the age of the home okay i have you on speakerphone um my house is, is stucco 20 years old 20 years old stucco so it's probably a wood-framed home mm-hmm. and which direction uh, uh the shower's probably a uh, tie to of an north, exterior wall kind of wall. northeast so the shower's on the northeast side of the home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which usually is not the direction we're getting winds I mean, and it, rains it's
1: probably from. probably more
0: east. It's
1: probably more east.
0: More east. But that's still, most of our winds and rains come from the southwest yeah. off the coast. But we do get a northern wind, so uh, rain from time to time. And it's only happened this year. Yes. And you've noticed another leak. Now, it's stuck. Is it... Uh, like a California style pitched tile roof or I is have it a more tile than... roof. Okay.
1: A tile roof. It's mm-hmm. not the I wanna call it like the
0: um, the Pueblo s- s- uh, Santa style Fe style
1: house. It's yeah, it's it's
0: the, the tile roof. I and is there any kind of glass block window or window above the shower that no is there it's completely there's no window anywhere the the uh, the
1: window um is uh the window is on the south well no there's there's no window on that wall not not the shower and they are separate
0: and the leak that you've noticed how Mm -hmm. close to that is it to the shower Where's the leak that you're noticing?
1: It's probably close to where the handle is. That area, that wall, so that wall it would be facing west.
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> would be facing north. And is it a sh- leak from the plumbing or is it a leak from the, the floor? But you said there was another leak. Did I misunderstand that?
1: Well, the there is an old leak up above on the wall.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's, yes, that is close to the shower.
0: Okay. Well, I'm going to guess that probably has more to do with than anything else. A 20-year-old home, you're going to be slab on grade that's, that's stick and stucco. So it's not any kind of exterior drainage that we're dealing with. Uh, and, th- and that's going to be a real... Easy visual inspection if, if we need to double check that. But I'm going to say that's not the issue. It's going to be something tied into your roof because uh, there's no window. So it's not a, a leak around the flashing of a window, which is a very common problem for a, a stucco built home, uh, especially as they start to age. So it's coming from higher up. Something in the roof when we get that amount of rain is funneling in and coming so I would, I would really start with uh, a roofing inspection and find out where, where that leak is originating. It's coming down, and it's manifesting itself on the floor. In Tucson, we have West Coast Roofing that will, uh, will get you their number four off air. Let me do a quick time check here. We do have our photograph winner, but I've only got about a minute and a half till the break, and that's not enough time to get all the details about where he was for this picture. So we'll uh, we'll have him coming following the break, along with your calls at one triple eight seven six seven four three four eight. And Joanne, hang on, we'll get your West Coast Roofings number off the air. We had a great, uh, a very interesting email come in this week to Rosie on the house. We do uh, we answer the phones. During the week, we answer the emails during the week. Uh, we answer anything we can help uh, that we can try and help. But we had uh, Thomas write in, and, oh, man, it was a very heartbreaking email because if you pick a contractor that's not on our network, we really can't do anything about it. We're not a policing agent, um, and we don't have any jurisdiction. That would go then to the Register of Contractors, azroc.gov. If you've got a problem with a contractor You can go there They have what they call the recovery fund Where licensed contractors pay into this fund In the case that maybe a contractor goes bankrupt Or a uh, project foreman uh, turns out to be corrupt And leaves a project in a disaster Whatever the case may be There's, there's the recovery fund for those horrible instances And Thomas, that's really... Uh, where we're gonna have to direct you for this issue it was a contractor and they're going back and forth and the job's not done or wasn't completed correctly and they've tried to get arbitration to the better business bureau and they're trying to go through the court judgment and he's like is there any inexpensive legal help i don't know anything when you tie legal and inexpensive those two just couldn't be more water and gas different so i would i would direct you to the Register of contractors and see if there isn't – if it was done out of scope uh, they're, they're, and we can't get the contractor to fix it, what kind of options do we have through the recovery fund? And Again, it's not going to be a fast process, and I, I wish I could direct you better, but because we're not a policing agent, we all of our contractors sign a contract with us. We've got a complaint resolution policy. We have a code of ethics, and we can enforce those. In the case where you know we're all human and we make mistakes, and uh, that'll help rectify the situation, but if it's not one of our contractors, you know, your next fallback is the register of contractors. We appreciate you calling in and hope, uh, hope that helps direct you to, uh, to a resource that'll help bring closure to your little remodeling project. Christmas, Christmas oh, Gary. Yes. Gary. You're killing me.
2: Oh, I forgot I, about the chipmunk uh, problem you have at the house. So.
0: Oh, it's like nails on a chalkboard. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <sighs> <sighs> mm. <sighs> I won't say anything because I don't want to ruin it for anyone that does enjoy that. <laughs> Let's bring our photo contest winner in, Mr. Stan Zook, I believe is the the last name. Yes. Welcome to the program. Uh, Your picture is beautiful. In fact, it it was number one in the voting up until the last minute, uh, and and I think it was just two-vote difference from first to second. Beautiful full moon picture. Tell us about it.
3: Well, I think most photographers— serious photographers when they go out they have a pretty good idea of what they want to try and capture on the camera and that was the case in this situation uh i love photographing the moon especially with the beautiful scenery we have around here and i did, my intention was of course to go out to superstition state park which is where it was taken and i was uh, anticipating either a, a what we would call a harvest moon or or the supermoon, as your guest earlier related to. Um, So I went ahead and set up. This was taken actually back on November 14th of last year, 2016. And there were two exposures involved, uh, obviously using a tripod. I wanted to capture the, the Superstition Mountain itself while the sun was setting to give it some color and detail. And then the second exposure was uh, after the moon came up and had moved into the what I consider the right sky position. And overall, it took a little over two hours to get the, the final picture and get it together. But I've been involved in photography now for 65 years, actually. And a neighbor and my grandfather got me started, kindled my interest in that. And uh, I've been doing it ever since, off and on. Uh, Attempting, I think, to capture the beauty that we have here in Arizona that God's created for us is uh, really a lot of uh, fun and something with my favorite subject and landscape. And I really believe we're a blessed state to have such an abundance of uh, beautiful scenery around us.
0: Well, you've definitely been blessed with a gift in photography. This is an uh, incredible image. What kind of camera uh, were you using for this?
3: This is a, a Nikon e seven thousand. Uh I think again a lot of photographers will kind of stay to the same camera and I've been using Nikons for many years. There's a lot of good cameras, certainly. But uh I, I just prefer that one.
0: And any special lens on it? What kind of zoom are you you've got to, I don't... Well,
3: Yes, actually I did use two different lenses on it, but like I said there's two different exposures. One was a 24-millimeter wide angle, and uh, if you have the picture handy, you'll notice that the cactus is relatively close in the picture compared to the background. And then also for the moon picture, I used the 500-millimeter to uh, bring it up closer and get the shorter exposure.
0: Well, very nicely done, sir, and we appreciate you uh, submitting that picture for our photo contest. I don't have it in front of me. I need to put this up on our website. I'm going to put what— month each one of these pictures are uh, scheduled to be in. I actually think this one uh, is is probably, it's either April or May, I believe, that we put this in. So I didn't realize it was a November picture. We may have to, to turn that around on our second print edition. <laughs> All right.
3: Thank you for having me. I appreciate it.
0: We appreciate it, uh, Stan, and congratulations again on the image. You can see uh, that at rosieonthehouse.com. It's uh, click on Calendar, and it's the only moonshot, so it'll be real obvious and just a, a beautiful display. But we'll put, uh, the, as, as we're going through all of these, what you'll be able to do on the digital side of the calendar when you come back, come January, February, March, etc., you'll be able to see the picture. And we'll have kind of a GPS of about where the picture was taken and these details from these interviews. Uh, so if you enjoy photography or want to try and capture a screenshot, i will give you an idea of where to go. And just a little bit more about the picture itself. And the calendar is free. Just uh, email us the address you would like it sent, and we'll get it shipped out to you. We'll be, go, we'll be shipping them, uh, sending them out, I think, the second... You know, we're, like, we're like 10 days away from those actually going out, so we we'll look forward to that. Just part of one of the many great things we're doing as part of our 30th anniversary celebration. A big thank you, Arizona, for 30 years of Rosie on the house. quick follow-up note from our 8 o'clock hour. We had mentioned a product for deterring cats. And we're having a hard time. The, the company that makes it is called Contact Electronics, but their website does not exist anymore, but the product does. So that just means that they were bought out by somebody else or sold to a bigger manufacturer, and we just got to find now where that is. But. You can, it looks like Amazon sells, it looks like there's some on eBay, but it's called uh, Stay Away. Context, C-O-N-T-E-C-H, Stay Away. And it is a deterrent to keep uh, cats away from an area if you're trying to keep them from scratching in a garden or a sandbox or whatever the case may be. It's a natural deterrent. They have other really fun products. They've got a motion-activated spurt. That anything that walks by it does a quick three shot burst, and you can put it up in, uh, you can chain link it. So you can put like four or five of these together if you're trying to create a natural, uh, like a fence barrier, that uh, you can do it that way. Uh, but it's what it's a we're going to do a little research because now that we have the Rosie on house e store, we'll be able to put that uh, listing there and have that here locally for you, the Arizona homeowner. I'll we'll be talking about that a little bit in our 10 o'clock hour right now. But, uh, I have, that is, uh, you can get it by just googling contact C O N T E C H. Stay away and find a, <laughs> a viewer. I'm trying to get caller one up. You got to punch this line one like four times to get it on the air. Let's get to Gary in Tucson at one triple eight seven six seven four three four eight. Good morning, Gary. Good morning, sir. Thank you for taking my call. How can I help? We uh, placed a
3: colored epoxy on the floor of our garage. We were going to put a clear coating of epoxy over it to protect it, but we were told we shouldn't do that because it would peel and would turn in color, uh, fade.
4: What would you recommend?
0: What type of epoxy did you put down originally? Uh,
3: just an epoxy paint that we bought at Home Depot. It's a tan in color, and I'm sorry I can't give you more information than that.
0: No no worries. I I would probably advise you to stay away from putting anything on top of it. Epoxy itself is designed to be the finished product, and one of the benefits and selling points and why so many people love to put it in the garage, you have oil stains or tire marks, is just being able to wipe it away and clean it and scrub it and have a new... uh, polished floor again so i would i would agree that i would probably tell you uh not to put anything on top of it if anything <laughs> uh, when wet it's already slippery enough uh and this is going to make it a little bit more slippery but if anything a wax coat on top uh as a first line of defense is about all i would do if, if anything just a wax coat all right i appreciate that sir thank you very much for your time you're welcome. Have a great Arizona weekend. We appreciate the call and enjoy that beautiful uh, Tucson weather. It's, it's beautiful all over the state. Moving further south into Green Valley, let's bring Ken into the conversation at 1-888-767-4348. Good morning, Ken. Good morning. I called
2: because I'm in Green Valley. I'm, I bought a house. I'm new to Green Valley, new to the Arizona climate. And it's a ranch-style house built in ninety five. The back of the house faces north. It's got a tile roof, and the tile roof extends beyond the house, giving me a covered patio, the length of the back of the house. And that roof seems to crackle, kind of like, to me it sounds like expansion and contraction, but it does it all day long in various locations along that roof. And it has me worried that something's going on in, uh, in the home or, you know, it's just not something I'm used to coming from the Midwest.
0: And you said it's a 95?
2: It was built in 95, yes.
0: And this is a home you've recently purchased and moved into? Yes, sir. Was there a home inspection done?
2: Yes, yes. And uh, uh, all they found were little minor uh, details that they, uh, the owner repaired before I moved in. They, you know, they didn't find any uh, attic problems mm-hmm. or foundation problems, I mean, that kind of thing.
0: Which is all all good. The one very troubling thing is you say it's a tile roof. Yes, it, sir. And did I understand you said the tile goes all the way to the edge over the patio? Generally speaking, you would see a transition from tile to asphalt over the patio slope.
2: Nope, this is tile.
0: Tile the whole length. Yes, How far does that patio, is that a a 10-foot-deep patio, 12 feet deep?
2: It's uh, at least 10.
0: I don't know that I've ever seen the tile extended all the way through. (laughs) Well, Ken... Welcome to Arizona, and welcome to the new home, and welcome to uh, you're now. You've obviously found Rosie on the House radio show. Yes. Well, I
2: used to snowbird here, so I've been listening to you for many years.
0: Gotcha. I was going to say so Saturday morning. You're about to get introduced into the Rosie on the House referral network of contractors, but that's not true. It sounds like you you're probably familiar with it. But I had mentioned them for a leak inspection for a homeowner at the beginning of the program, but I'm gonna. Refer you again to, uh, let's see. Let me go to rosieonthehouse.com, West Coast Roofing. This is the second time I've re- referenced them in this hour, so I better, uh, better get a number here out. Save everyone the time from going on. But if uh, you're looking for a contractor, you go to rosianthehouse.com, click find a trusted contact enter the city. Now, I, I know Green Valley is a little farther south than Tucson, but they do cover that as well. We've got two roofing companies in Tucson. There is Lions Roofing and they specialize in new roofs, which doesn't sound like is the case, which is why I'm giving you West Coast Roofing for uh, a, a little bit of, uh, of an inspection just to make sure we're structurally sound there. West Coast Roofing 241-2556. And just make sure everything is safe. But I'm, I'm going to tell you, if, if nothing was found on the home inspection and we haven't had any problems and no structural sounds at the footing and foundation, you're probably okay, but they can give you another inspection for a peace of mind or maybe identify that, you know, this... this uh, might be a better option to, to put a lighter roof over the top of your patio and go to a an asphalt for that final slope. The way they build uh, wood-framed homes with tile roofs is there's actually a, a period of time you, you think, man, are, are they ever going to finish anything on that home? But that's the way it's it's designed. When you see the frame of the home done and tile stacked all over, you're like, what? What is going on? Well, they have to wait for at least a month before they go any further in the construction. You have to give the wood time to adjust to the weight of the tile that's sitting on the roof. If they went ahead and stuccoed and drywalled underneath, you'd have nails popping and all kinds of problems created that you just have to go back and fix. So they give it this waiting period of time because... Really, they should be building with masonry, and you don't have to deal with this. Uh, it's just an inherent problem with wood, so there may be a a weight load issue we need to look at for your roof, Ken. But uh, if it's if it's 95 and, and it's done like that, I'm going to say it's probably done to code, probably hasn't been re-roofed, and you're probably okay. But get that, that second inspection for a peace of mind. We appreciate the call, and welcome back to Arizona. Sounds like your snowbird days Desert- are... Are uh, just now down to one location in Green Valley and tell you that's a really nice area year-round. You, you picked a, a nice location to move to. Let's move now to Mesa and bring Lorraine into the conversation. Welcome, Lorraine.
1: Hi. Um, I've been having a lot of trouble with sewer gases. and I've been poisoned with sewer gases before till I couldn't even be on the property and we had to move mm. from another house to this one. But I've uh, already put a couple of feet over the uh, pipe, and uh, I'm still getting sewer gas problems.
0: Okay. So what Lorray's is talking about is, if you listened last week, we took a call from a homeowner that was in the, uh, if I remember right, Lake Pleasant and 99th Avenue-ish area uh, that had an odor problem, and... Rosie had instructed the homeowner to extend the roofing vent. When you look on, uh, if you're standing at your street and you look at your roof, you should see little black plastic ABC pipes sticking out in every location that there is a drain. And what that's for is is exactly that. It, it's to so the water does drain. If you ever put a straw in a glass of water and put your finger over the top and picked it up. And you see uh, the water doesn't go anywhere until you lift your finger and then it drains. That's like an open straw for your drainage on your home. And they have one of those every place there's a drain. The kitchen sink, the bathroom sink, uh, the showers, the washing machine, the dishwasher. That water has to be able to drain. And a lot of times the dishwasher is just tied into the the kitchen sink because they're right there. It's the same drain vent. But anyway a lot of times the winds that are a little bit higher up on top of your roof create a little bit of a barrier and it doesn't let the gas evaporate and exhaust out of that. So we tell people that you put a extension over that just buy a bigger plastic uh, PVC pipe, put it over that plumbing vent and that'll bring it up above to where it does exhaust that gas and it doesn't push it back into your home loray has done that and is still having that problem now that's a rare case that's about 10 percent of the time that doesn't solve it at that time we go to odor eaters it's it's odor hog jennifer's looking it up the exact website but it's a charcoal filter that goes on top of the plumbing vent that then you know we're now mechanically solving that problem because we're not uh, naturally, doing it by extending the vent—it's got to be charcoal filter, and that uh, pretty much brings us to a hundred percent success rate. Odorhog.com. Odorhog.com. One more item for the e-store—we've got Contact and Odorhog to add. We'll be able to then uh, ship that straight to our door. We're we're really excited, but we'll be, we'll save that more of the e-store for the next uh, next segment. But odor eater or odor hog odor hog odorhog.com dot .com, dot com. <laughs> thank you gary <laughs> Mechan- mechanical and live uh, sound effects <laughs> di- digital and di- right that was we'll digital get- yeah <laughs> that was not no 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 <laughs> one of the few talents i have is oinking <laughs> oinking <laughs> so we'll get that uh, that odor hog to you, Lorray. We appreciate the call. It's Rosie on the House with you every Saturday morning. We have Howard and Scottsdale still wants to talk about uh, lots of roots clinging to a paint solution. Hmm. We'll find out about that after the break and more at one 767 4348 You can also text to 411-923 or email if you need a, a picture to help describe the situation. Uh, you can email pictures to info at rosieonthehouse.com. Ricks in Green Valley, Franz in Mason, Howard in Scottsdale. We'll take them uh, the way we generally do. First on the line, first on the air. But before I get to our first caller, real quick, Carl writes in this week and has a friend that is a contractor. Says he's a hard worker, but the company went for worked for went out of business, and he's looking for employment. Well, I haven't talked to a single one of our partners that isn't faced with Quality work as probably their number one issue is quality work, quality workmanship, quality workmanship. So, Carl, whatever field your friend is in—if he's a general contractor, pick general contracting. If he's an air conditioning tech, select air conditioning. If he's a landscaper, pick landscape. Uh, Just go to rosyonthehouse.com, click trusted, and pick the industry they're interested in, and just start calling them. Are you hiring? Are you hiring? Uh, can I? Where can I send my resume? I I don't know any of our guys that aren't currently looking for qualified help. It's a it's a big issue and something that we'll be focused on a lot more in 2019, uh, going or I'm sorry, 2018 going forward. So we're looking for solution. There's a lot of industries looking for skilled labor. You've got agricultural and farming. You've got welders. You've got contractors and everyone's trying to do their own thing and we're going to work together to try and bring them all together and do one unified solution instead of everyone trying to do their all their own and making little impacts come together and make a big impact training the uh, the next generation of skilled laborers i got an email this week from a guy criticizing me that we've raised a lazy uh, generation and we'll never be able to bring it back but i don't agree the pendulum swings and it's going to swing back to to trade labor because there's going to be such a demand. The the average earnings and incomes and the fact that people go right into the trades and make a good living uh, instead of hitting life with a a huge college debt uh, is going to be a reverse. And I'm not saying anything bad about college, or you shouldn't, but why not hit the trades, start making an income, and you can work your way through college. There's nothing to say that you have to go in and out and do it in four years and, and be done and have this mounting. You can do it gradually and, and build up to that if you're looking to advance your education and go into a different career industry. You know, the trades is a great way to pay for that without having to uh you know have a mounting debt. Anyway, for a different time in a different soapbox. This is your hour. The Arizona homeowner and Howard's first on the line wants to talk about I don't understand, ivory. Is that what we're working with here, Howard?
4: Yeah, ivory. The large leaf ivory. I had it on the north side. It covered uh, the whole side of the house. About yes. 30 years. Okay. And when I ripped it all off because it was dying, I don't know it's where the roots are trying to attach, but like where there, there's paint that where like patch and just leaves, uh, I don't know what you want to call it, what where it sticks to the wall.
0: Mm-hmm. You're just trying to clean all that off your wall.
4: Yeah, I mean, without having to go out there and sand it all out. If I just know there's any solution. or You know, I'm afraid to use a power war, Charlotte, to tear all the paint off.
0: Well, I will say, you said it's been there 30 years? Yeah, for
4: 30, 40 years.
0: You got your money's worth out of that paint job.
4: <laughs> <laughs> that's true. It, that was good advice you give them on that trade. That's, that's. That was good to hear somebody saying that for a change.
0: Well, thank you. appreciate that. It'll, it, it's going to be a, a, a big industry in the future, and we're looking forward to being a part of that That and solution. But I, I, I was going to suggest power washing, Howard. Uh, Past that, I don't have any great, uh, great solution for you. And, again, it, at 30 years, you got your money's worth out of that paint job. <laughs> it may just be time to hit that wall.
4: There was some windows behind all that, too. And, of course, I got it all on the windows on the grout. Mm-hmm. I got that feeling it's going to take everything out to try to get that off. Yeah, nothing. I just thought there might be a magic solution to solve that.
0: I don't have any, but we have a huge listening audience, and if anyone else has a suggestion, you can always email that to info at on the or call in with it, or text it in, and uh, we'll get that information to you, Howard. But I would uh, I would look at pressure washing, and if the after that it does require a paint job, then you know you've got your first prep. Your first step of that paint job done which is the prep which is power washing so it'll at least uh you won't have to do something else then maybe just a little bit uh hit it a second time with the power wash and get it completely ready for the paint application uh if it's a masonry uh application and you're just looking to hide or mask it you can always put a trellis and then put a new fast growing vine on it uh and that way the vine will grow on the trellis six inches off of your wall instead of onto the house itself. And what that does is that airspace is a great insulator now for the summer heat. Uh, Trellis and a vine is a great way to reduce the heat gain into your home on west and south facing walls if that's the direction yours was was faced. Let's get to Fran and Mesa next on the line. Good morning and welcome to the program.
1: Thank you. I have a stool uh, that um, does not Flush completely. It takes three times for everything to go down, and the water rises clear up to the very edge of the rim. I had a plumber out, he uh, augured the stool and said that it is just lime built up in there. Uh, But I have no lime or residue in my tank, so I don't understand how it could be in the stool and not show anything in the tank it's a very old stool I think he said he saw a mark that said March of 1974
0: well it, it may be more calcium and lime is like the white deposits that we get in our hard water here in Arizona but hang tight we'll, We we've just got some more cleaning to do on that uh, stool as you say hang tight we'll take you at the top of the hour Uh, Rick, hang tight. We'll take you top of the hour as well.